Welcome everyone. This is week three. Let's go. good people and welcome in i'm your host Enrico ambrister and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the speaker secrets podcast be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already i have some great content coming through i don't want you to miss any of it okay so be sure to do that and if you're new to this podcast this is a weekly show that's devoted to providing you some easy and practical suggestions that you can implement to become better at public speaking, all right? I just want to share a quick story. I was thinking of how I would introduce today's topic, and I kept being led to say, this week we're going to talk about. And I thought about it, I'm like, this doesn't make sense because I'm speaking my listeners are listening, so we're not talking about anything. I am. But when I thought more about it, the truth is you have your own opinions and reactions and emotions to everything that I'm saying. And if you're back for a third episode, that obviously means that some of what I've said has resonated with you. So I'm excited to think about this podcast as really a co-creative experience for all of us. And I want to give a special thank you to everyone who submitted topics or areas of focus that you want me to touch on in future episodes. So thank you for that. With that being said, this week, we're going to talk about some very specific techniques that you can use when you're getting ready to speak, but that anxiety and those nerves come up. So these suggestions will help you to prep for success. Because if you're at that point, that means that you've committed to facing your fears, you're committed to the task at hand, but you just need those tips to help you take yourself to the next level. So that's what we're going to talk about today. On the day that you're speaking, if possible, one of the most important things that you should do is to exercise or to introduce some physical activity, specifically in the morning if you can. There's a study from Dartmouth University that I was looking at. It's a university in New Hampshire, and they have this neurobiology lab. And that study says that when you introduce positive stress to your brain cells and the cells of your body, then they are better equipped to handle any other type of stress. So stress at work, and in this case, any potential stressful emotions that will come up from public speaking. Now, I'm not a fitness guru. That's not my lane. But I do know that exercise is extremely important for a wide number of reasons, all right? But when it comes to public speaking, it can help us in a lot of ways, even giving us a boost of confidence. Because think about it, when you're exercising, when you're working out, you're introducing positive stress and resistance to your body. You're making yourself stronger. So by the time it comes to for you to speak, anything that you're feeling is really like child's play. Because if you're willing to put your body in uncomfortable situations, push yourself past your comfort zone, and you complete that, when it's time to speak, it's like, hey... Even if you feel a bit nervous or you feel a bit 
anxious, your brain cells and your body cells have been conditioned to be in uncomfortable situations and still perform. And that doesn't mean that you have to go hard in the gym. Strength training is important, but if you can walk around your neighborhood or uh, jog, introduce some cardio or do some at-home workouts or even do some yoga, whatever is most feasible for you, whatever you feel like doing, I say go ahead and do. Don't feel pressured to perform at a specific level when it comes to that. But it is vital for you to introduce some physical activity within your day, just in general, but especially on the days that you're speaking. Something else that I found extremely beneficial is to breathe deeply. Once again, like exercise, breathing deeply has a long list of benefits. And I'll just name a few. It gives your cells an opportunity to get more oxygen, to operate more efficiently. It helps your lungs to get a bit stronger and strengthen their capacity to help you speak. And it has been scientifically proven to help alleviate some anxiety and nerves. So I'm going to share what works for me. I'm not giving you any suggestions other than the suggestion that I feel that you should go on Google, go on YouTube, and find what breathing techniques work best for you. Because there are probably like a million ways to do this. I'm also going to share a concept called diaphragmatic breathing that I think everyone can benefit from knowing about. So for me, when I'm getting ready to speak or sometimes before a meeting or an important interview, Most times, no matter what it is, I utilize this within my day. But when it comes to speaking, I might take a few minutes in my car before I get out of my car. If there's an empty room at the venue, I'll find the venue. And I'm just being transparent. If the venue has some really clean bathrooms, I'll find a bathroom. Not every bathroom, but... If I think it's feasible enough for me to just take a few minutes to breathe in, hey, I'll do it. So I sit or stand and I inhale on the count of four. Once I inhale, I hold at the top for maybe about four to five seconds. And then I exhale through my mouth for about six to seven seconds. So my exhale is longer than my inhale. And it's important that you're still while you're doing this. Don't move your body. Just stay very still and stationary and be in the moment. Focus on your inhale, holding your breath, and your exhale. I try to do this at least about five times. If I'm pressed for time, maybe I'll do it three times. If I feel like I need to do it more, I can go up to 10 and beyond But five is usually the cap for me to really feel calm and open-minded, just feel like I have curated an environment for me to perform effectively. Now, when it comes to diaphragmatic breathing, it's a special type of breathing where you utilize your diaphragm through the breathing process. And a lot of times it's referred to as belly breathing. Because if you look at babies, they actually utilize their diaphragm when they're breathing. As adults, we've been trained to breathe into our lungs, into our chest. 
Some people even poke their chest out when they're inhaling to get more oxygen in there. And sometimes it can add pressure to our chest. So a lot of studies suggest that we should utilize our diaphragm more when we're breathing. And a way that you can do this to find out if you're doing it correctly at least is to put one hand on your chest, put the other on your abdomen, your stomach, your belly. And when you breathe in, your stomach muscles should expand and constrict. If your chest is moving, then you're doing it wrong. Your chest should be stationary and you should be using your diaphragm to breathe. That's another thing that I suggest you read more on just to find out what works best for you when it comes to breathing. Something else that I want you to do when you're getting ready to speak is to hype yourself up. And when I say hype yourself up, this can be a combination of visualization and positive self-talk. People underestimate a lot of times the power of positive thinking, expectation, and the power of their words, especially when they use it on themselves. So I'd say take some time right before you speak, even throughout the day. Visualize things going well for you. See yourself on that stage delivering your message with power and passion, just flowing seamlessly. Think about the audience members smiling at you and nodding, giving you that affirmation that you need when you're on the stage. Imagine people coming up to you afterward telling you what a great job you did or how what you said really impacted them in a positive way or how it was a unique idea that they never thought about that they're going to take back to the office or back to wherever they're going. I talked about curating that environment. That's really what you have to do. You have to build yourself up and be your own cheerleader. And even if you're like, okay, Enrico, that sounds great, but you really don't know my skills. I suck. I hate public speaking. I mean, I want to get better at it, but it's just not something that comes natural to me. And I say, okay, I'm not going to fight you on that, but you can still introduce positive self-talk. Hey, this is a learning experience for me. No matter what happens, I'm learning. Even if I mess up, it's okay. It's not life or death. I'm not going to be on the guillotine if I mess up a word or if I stumble over something. And the truth is, I have the courage to actually do this. There are so many people in the audience that are listening to me, but they probably wouldn't even have the guts to come up here. So it's all right. There is no pressure. The pressure that I'm putting on myself is the pressure that I'm feeling. It doesn't exist. It's all mental. Either way, you just want to introduce some positivity and some positive expectation before you start speaking. So I have some other suggestions and I'm going to run through them very quickly. And as you can see, there are tons of things that you can do to prep for success before you speak publicly. All right. One of the suggestions that I have and you already know what I'm about to say is to practice your speech. <laughs> you guys know that's my favorite suggestion is to practice because practice makes proficient. If you have an opportunity to practice for an event or a meeting coming up, then please do, because that in itself 
will alleviate some of those nerves because you don't have to spend any mental or emotional energy thinking about what you're going to say because you already know and you're familiar with the material. And if you're busy, you have a demanding job, you have a family, you're on vacation, there are so many things that may come up that won't allow you to practice in the way that you want to, then I suggest you memorize at least the first three lines. When you do this, it helps to give you that momentum to push forward. Because most people feel the height of their nerves right at the beginning, once they're getting called up to speak or once they start speaking. But if you have that foundation there, once again, you don't have to spend that emotional or mental energy thinking about how you're going to introduce yourself. How are you going to say these words? How are you going to hook your audience? If you already have that down pat, then you can feel your nerves, but still go on with your foundation and have an amazing performance. Something else I would suggest to you is to arrive there early if possible. Don't get there with only two minutes to spare. You're going to be rushing and it's not going to have a good effect on you, okay? Get there early. You might be able to see the space that you're going to be using when you're speaking. You may be able to speak to some of the organizers, get a better understanding of the purpose of the event, maybe speak to some audience members that can help you when you're speaking because you have a connection with them already. So you can see their faces and look at them as a point of contact when you're speaking for added comfort. And it also gives you that time to breathe and visualize and do some of the things that I spoke about previously. Also, make sure you're hydrated. Now, this is something that I struggle with, you guys. The dry mouth syndrome that many people get when they're getting ready to speak, I get that sometimes. And you don't want to have that because it's just something else, an added nuisance that's not really necessary. So I'd say make sure you're hydrated, eat some hydrating fruits, watermelon, strawberries, whatever fruits you enjoy, and that will just help you to feel better in your body, especially if you've exercised the day of as well. And finally, I would say watch your body language. If you can avoid sitting, avoid sitting as much as possible before you speak. I would say walk around, don't slouch, don't cross your arms over each other because the impression that we want to give to our body is that we're here to do this. We're standing courageously, even though I might feel some butterflies in my stomach, my shoulders are back, my head is up, I'm standing straight to let my body know I don't care what I feel, I know what I'm going to do. And then it also sends a message to others that you're confident, even though on the inside you might feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Others see someone who is confident and passionate. So therefore, their receptivity to your speech is already at an all-time high just based off your body language. So as you can see, there is a long list of things that you can do to prep for success. So there is no excuse. There may even be some suggestions that you can find that I did not include within this podcast. But I do suggest that you exercise, breathe deeply, visualize, 
introduce some positive self-talk. Get to the venue early if possible. Hydrate. Have affirmative and confident body language and most of all, practice. That is the content I have for you today. Remember to follow The Speaker Secrets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to share. Be sure to tell someone about the podcast, especially someone that you know wants to get better or someone that can benefit from the content I am bringing. That would mean so much to me. I'm counting down to a special segment and I can reveal the name. It's called Elevated Awareness. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited to release that. Next week, we're going to talk about how to organize your speech because we've discussed how to face your fears, how to eliminate your ahs and your ums and your filler words, and now how do you decrease the intensity of your nerves once you're getting ready to speak. So we covered a lot of basic information, but now it's time to go a little more in depth. All right, I've done all of this. I know all of this, but when it comes to my actual speech, how do I put that together? How do I create a speech that is impactful and can be organized in a very efficient manner? So I'm excited about that one as well. That's this podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to continuing this co-creative experience with you. And until next week, this is Enrico Ambrister signing off. Hey.